Hello and welcome to Take My Advice, I'm Not Using It. My name's Ollie Henderson. This is episode 11 of this work-life podstorm. Today I'm going to be talking about parenting and specifically the book Parents Who Lead, which was written by Stu Friedman and the guest on my previous series of Take My Advice, Alyssa Westring. So, without further ado, hope you enjoy. I've heard from a few subscribers over the past few days that last week's newsletter provided some good food for thought. Thankfully, at least one isn't a parent, so I'm glad to know this mini-series on the relationship between the future of and parenting isn't ostracising a part of the audience. As I've said before, many of the lessons in these newsletters are applicable, whatever your circumstances and living arrangements. Really, it's all just a matter of staying sane and creating a sense of fulfilment in challenging times. Becoming a parent was a big shift for me and empowered me to bring my real self to work much more than I'd ever done before. The end result was my growing obsession with work-life design and my belief in the importance of aligning a career with personal commitments, which for me will always be the ultimate priority. We all have our walls along the way though, which is why I'm focusing again on how business relates to parenting and how the two complement each other. This is a long way of introducing what I'm about to try next, which perhaps you could try too. Stu Friedman is one of the most insightful voices on the relationship between work and life, so much so that he came up with the phrase work-life integration, which is gradually replacing the concept of work-life balance in the public consciousness right now. In Parents Who Lead, he and Alyssa Westring advocate taking a leadership approach that takes advantage of the mutual benefits of fueling your career and creating a richer life through parenting with purpose. In yesterday's pod, I discussed envisioning your future In business terms, this is considered defining your vision. And today, I'll suggest one strategy on how to help realise it. If you consider your vision to be the destination, your strategy is how you're going to get there. Values is a pretty good place to start, much as putting systems in place can help provide consistency and incremental gains to your life. Articulating one's values can help put our innate beliefs into words. They can also provide a measuring stick against which we can refer when we're unsure of the right next steps. In respect of couples with children, this requires identifying the values that you aspire to embody in your career and the way that you parent. The easiest way to do this is to spend 30 minutes separately thinking about those that matter the most to you and fix on five. I include various examples given as part of the research in the newsletter, which you can find a link to in the show notes. Once you've both done that, inquire about your partner's values. Most importantly, try to understand why each of them is so important. You'll find you have some values in common and some which are unique. Both are equally as important in the next stage, which is to craft your collective vision, the inspiration and guide for long-lasting behaviour change. And as I said last week, the motivation to get through some of those more challenging days. For this, I'd suggest returning to the exercise I proposed last week, which is to simply discuss how your lives look in 15 to 20 years' time. What do you do when you wake up in the morning? What's keeping you busy during the day? And how do you typically spend your evenings? If it's easier, try to break down your commitments into four categories, work, family, community and self. Do you see your future in a similar light or are there differences? In this case, differences are not necessarily negative. This is an opportunity to understand the hopes and dreams of your partner, because let's be honest, this isn't something we tend to discuss over the dinner table every night. In fact, this might all seem very prescriptive and businessy, but... That's kind of the point, much like being a parent has taught me to be more patient at work and to keep putting business challenges into perspective, here's an opportunity to approach your personal life as you would at work as a leader. What are the benefits of this approach? To quote the book, as partners, when you agree on where you're headed, 
you'll be better able to sort through the chaos of everyday life and work in the same direction. Indeed, like many things, including my musings about work-life design, just writing stuff down helps crystallise things in your mind and commits you to a level just talking about it never can. If you want to learn more about this process, I'd recommend listening to Friedman Westering on the HBR podcast, which I link to in the newsletter, or buying the excellent book, Parents Who Lead. In future editions, I'll return to this subject and cover some ideas on how planning and communication feed into a successful parenting strategy. Before that, here's why it's valuable to come up with and stick to a strategy with your partner. I quote, A collective vision acts as a beacon in personal relationships. As parents working together to navigate careers and raise children, having our own individual vision is not enough. The creation of a collective vision allows us to imagine a future we are inspired to pursue together. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.